care about one shit like that. That's how you're gonna care about my children, Pneisod. It's a little nice in that count, because through them we see where a person's really old. Rebesaf Aaron Prisman on the Pasha. This week, Pasha's Kairach. Small is big. Shalom to everyone. In this week's parsha for Bnei Chutzlar, it's Parsha's Koirach. I would like to discuss a pasuk that's not as commonly spoken about, and that's when Moshe Rabbeinu, after the machloikis he has with Koirach, he comes to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and says, "Please don't answer to their offerings. Why? Because I didn't even enjoy." And I didn't take out of their pockets, but rather my pocket, the donkey I used. The literal words, the translation of the Pasuk is, and he said to Hashem, do not turn to their gift offering. I have not taken a donkey from them at all. If you look carefully, Rashi on the Pasuk explains that what is Moshe Rabbeinu referring to? That he didn't even take from them the cost, the cost it took him to take the donkey from Midian, which is the city he was at, to come to Mitzrayim, to be a shaliach of Hashem, to redeem the Jewish people and take them out of Mitzrayim. So what is his big go-to? His big go-to is that the cost of the journey was on himself and not on the Jewish people. So it sounds like he's saying, in merit of that, Hashem, please, we know they're wrong and I'm right, please don't answer their offering. Which would show that they're right, we know it's not true. The question begs itself, question number one, that is the go-to statement, request, or proof that Moshe Rabbeinu is using to show that he's a good person? The fact that he didn't use his own money for the donkey ride? To take him himself, himself, his wife, and his his son? This needs a bit of hezber. Question number two, I would like to share with you a famous Gemara in Avodah Zohar. It said that when Rabbi Yossi ben Kisma was a bit sick, Rabbi Hanina ben Tardion came to visit him. So Rabbi Yossi ben Kisma told Hanina, Hanina ben Tardion, he said, I can't believe you, Rabbi Hanina, that you're teaching Torah in public. Don't you know what this, the nation that's ruling right now is all about? They're going to kill you. It's very dangerous. It's a crazy self-sacrifice. Because he was teaching Torah in, in public to many people, despite the fact there was a decree that you weren't allowed to do so. Then Rabbi Hanina asked Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi, what do you think is going to be my share? You think I'll have Oilam Abba? I'll have a good chilek in Oilam Abba in the world to come? He answers him back, tell me, tell me any maise that came to you that you did, and we'll decide. Amar loy, so Hanina, Rabbi Hanina, answered him back, I'll tell you the truth. The other day I had coins, I had, I collected money for the poor people on Purim, it's called Maui's Purim, and by accident, it got mixed up with my own personal money. So I decided just to play it safe and, and collect and take all the money I had, the mixture of my money and the money I collected for stuck on Purim, and I gave it all to poor people. So he answered him back, Rabbi and Kinsma asked him back, wow, if so, psh, you're going to have a great chelik in Oilam Abba. So you see that Rabbi Yossi told him back, ah, if so, we're going to have a, 
that's unbelievable what happened there, and I'm gonna, you're gonna be have an amazing chelik and olam together with me. As it says, mechelkecha yechelki umegolcha yegorali. Two questions we can add from this piece in the Gemara Navoi the Zohar Daf Yud Ches Question number two is, I don't understand. We know that teaching Torah is one of the biggest things ever. That's why the world was created. That keeps the sustenance of the world going. So and and. Especially in this case, when it was a self-sacrifice to teach Torah, because it wasn't allowed, and you knew his life was at risk, surely Rabbi Yaisi should have been mispile and saying, wow, this is unbelievable what happened here. The fact that you teach Torah, first you have an amazing chelak olam Instead, he said, tell me, tell me any maise that happened. And question number three is, how come Rabbi Yaisi was so mispile? He said, wow, that's unbelievable. That's what you did. You decided to be machmir on yourself and say, I'm going to give all the money I have, the mixture of my money and the tzedakah money I had, and I'm going to give it all to tzedakah. Why is, why is he so mispile from it? Let's not forget who this Rabbi Yossi ben Kisma was. Rabbi Yossi ben Kisma, we know him from the sixth parak in Pirkei Avlis, where he says to someone, you can give me all the money and jewels in the world. I'm still not going to be willing to come in and be in your city to live there. They want to pay him off to come live in their city. They want to have more Talmidei Chachamim in their city. We know the positive effect it has. And he said, even if you give me all the money in the world, I wouldn't do so. So why is he getting all excited and, and saying that this, this little bit of money that he got, that... Uh, Rabbi Hanina had in his pocket and got mixed with the tzedakah money. He said, I'm giving it all to tzedakah. Why? What, what, what happened over here? How can we understand what happened here? To answer all these questions, I would like to share with you a yesoid. Rav Dessler in his famous sefer, Mikhtav Meliau, in the name of his father says, that when some, someone does a big act, bedvarim gdolim, then the real place where the person is holding is not being revealed by that maise. Meaning the pnimius, the internal the internal heart over the person is holding is not evident when it's a big thing. Why? Because when a person does a big act, a self-sacrifice act, wow, unbelievable, then there is something in the air that helps him do it because he, he feels an instant satisfaction. Wow, I'm doing this for a reason. I'm doing this for a cause. And that helps him do it. There's a lot of, he says, excitement going on when you do something big and you realize it's something big. However, it's dafka with the small things, but very maktanim. That's at face value, okay, big deal. They're not so big. What's the big deal? But it's dafka through them that the pnimius of a person, the internal side of a person, what it's all about, is really revealed by the person. And that's the real place where the pr- person is holding. You know, one of my rabbi, Rav Davidovich, once told us that you see that there's many Jews out there, Baruch Hashem, that when suddenly they're going to be faced with a question that either they'll be take, their lives will be taken away or they have to do a huge avera, a sin, then straight away, they, without flinching, they, they say, of, co- of course, no way. We're not going to do this Avera. Where do they get those koichas from? So part of the reason is because they realize they're doing a big thing over here. So Bo Hashem, a lot of Jews are on that level, even though it's not a simple thing, and it shouldn't be taken granted for. 
But to really understand and see where a person's holding, you see it in his little maisim that he does. Because over there, it's totally 100% lishma. Because there's no instant feeling of wow and, and excitement. Wow, I'm doing this for a reason. It's an amazing cause. No, but that really shows where a person is holding. This fits very nicely with a famous Midrash and Shmois Rabbah based Gimel that it says, HaKadosh Buch doesn't give something really big to a person until he checks him out even in a small action, a small thing he does. And the Midrash over there goes to explain how HaKadosh Buch tested out Moishe Rabbeinu and also David HaMelech with small things. And the reason is the same reason we're saying, because how do you really see where a person's holding? It's based on the little actions he does. We saw Moshe Rabbeinu. One of the famous midrashim about Moshe Rabbeinu is that when he was a shepherd, even when he ran after one little sheep and he saw it was going to look for water, he felt so bad, he, he took the responsibility, he carried that sheep to water and gave him a bit of a drink of water. Okay, it was a little maise, but that maise says it all. It said when Moshe Rabbeinu was holding, how much he cared for the fellow Jew, that was his mahut, his essence, his pnimius. And that's one of the reasons that Kaddish Buch decided you are fitting. If you care about one sheep like that, that's how you're going to care about my children, Bnei Yisrael. This also goes very nice with the Gemara and Bava Basel, Daftes Vava Mudbeis. The Chazal say that what was the godless of Eoiv? It was in the fact that he was willing to give up on even a chatsi puta, a half a shekel, 50 cents. He was willing to give up for the other. Now it sounds like, okay, big deal, 50 cents. But no, we all know that everyone has the natural in, inclination to always round the number for his side, whether he's a seller or a buyer. That's a natural instinct. A person that worked on himself, that even that he's not going to do, that shows a big thing. There's a famous, uh, very famous Mishnah at the end of uh, Maseches Makois that says, Rabbi Hanania, this famous Meimra, the Rambam says over here, that a person with man mitzvah, with one kim of mitzvah lishma, a person zoiche lechayu lamaba. And he brings a proof, the Rambam over there, from our story. When Rabbi Yoisi ben Kisma was sick and Rabbi Hanina ben Tardun came to visit him. The whole dialogue we spoke about earlier. Says the Maral, you got to understand what really is happening over here. The Maral argues a bit on the Rambam. Ayin Sham, the Maral in Tiferes Yisroel, Perekei, at the beginning over there. And he says that you know what's really happening over here? That Maise with the uh, Maui's Purim, the money of Purim that got mixed up together with his own personal money and he was still able, willing to give it all to Tzedakah, that reveals where the person was holding. That reveals where Rabbi Hanina ben Taldun was holding, which is always the same theme that we're saying that we saw brought down by of Desla B'Shem, his father. That it shows where a person's holding. It's the little mice in that count. Because through them we see where a person's really holding. With that, we can go on and answer all our questions. Question number one was with Moshe Rabbeinu. 
he's turning to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and telling him, Hashem, you know, even the the cost of the donkey to be a shaliach to take Bnei Sa'ad of Mitzrayim. When I went from Midian to Mitzrayim, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I paid it out of my own money. And we asked, what, that's such a big thing? And the answer is, yes, it's a big thing. Why is it a big thing? Because for him it was a tiny thing, but it didn't matter. It was so within him, so implemented in him, so intrinsic to his essence, that of course I'm not going to take money for that. And that reveals who the person is. That reveals where his pnimius is all about. The same goes, the same is true with a story when Rabbi Yossi came to visit Rabbi Chanan ben Tardion. He didn't get excited over the fact that he's teaching Torah and he's risking his life for it, even though it's a huge thing and we can't belittle that. But that does not really show on the finest details where the person's holding. It's the little maise that happened with the Purim, with the money of Purim that he saw. Wow, that really reveals where you are. You're holding on a high level. You're even going to be with me in Oilam Abba. And that's why he got excited despite the fact, which answers our third question, despite the fact that Rabbi Yaisi himself is the Rabbi Yaisi that was willing to give up all the money in the world to, as long as he lives only in a place of Torah. So why is he getting excited about this a couple $20 over there that got mixed up in his pocket? Big deal. The answer is it is a big deal. Because when it's in your eyes a small thing, you still are makpid and ensure to do the right thing and go lechuma to do Ratzon Hashem, to help your fellow Jew, to go do what HaKadosh Buhu wants you to do, that really reveals where you're holding and that you realize and you're focused what life is all about. I'll never forget one of the Rabbanim I had in the yeshiva of Kaminitz Shlita. Just seeing him say Asher Yatzal had a major effect on me. Why? He didn't see anything next to him. Nothing. He was standing still, would never walk like the halacha says you really should do. Unfortunately, not many do. They joke around about it that it's called Tfilah Saderich because you say it as you walk. But really a person should just stand still, think Concentrate with the words he's saying, which it's also a huge skula, to be healthy and not need doctors. But you just say from your heart, HaKadosh Buhu, Hu, I know it's only b'schut you that I'm able to, to, to live, that my heart's working, etc., etc. I want to add one little idea to this on top of what of Dessler said. And I want to give my own two cents, if I can, about why it's the little mice that count. So... Rav Desla told us about this idea that it really reveals who you are. But why does it really reveal who you are? Because even though it's something small, you're still ensuring to do the right thing. Because that really shows who you are. And it's independent of the enthusiasm you have by doing the maise. Because, wow, this is amazing. I feel like I'm accomplishing something. Even though you feel like, okay, it's a small thing, but still you do it. That shows what you're all about. But I want to add another, another dimension of this. And that's because it's the little maise that happened over and over again. And they come over and over again. When you do once in a while a big thing, okay, that's nice. You can compose yourself and work on it. And wow. But when you do it day in, day out, like the example I gave of Asher Yatzal, every day, four times a day, to stand still, not to move, and to concentrate when you're saying the words, that, that's unbelievable. That shows that you're really focused and you realize what life is all about and you realize that you are for what he has done for you. I would like to end, you know, they say, which means something you learned when you were young. You don't forget it easily. I want to share with you, many years ago when I was in grade four, we lived in Phoenix, Arizona. There weren't so many shows around that area at that time. So we walked for an hour each way to this Chabad Minion. 
In that Chabad minion, there was a very special woman that she took, took the little kids, I was a little kid at the time, she took us aside, and during the laning, she told us the story. So I'll never forget this story that she said, and I want to connect it to, to, to what we said today. The story goes as follows. Everyone came to the Tish for the Admo, for the big Rebbe, and they all, there was a big, there's a big Indian to see how he eats, because it's a whole, you see that even the way he eats, you see it's Avoida Sashem, like we spoke many, like three weeks ago. So as he's having his soup, everyone's getting excited to see the soup, how he eats the soup, and you see that he literally doesn't bend down his head to get the soup, but rather brings a spoon up to his mouth. Because when you bend down, it's more like a behema, like an animal. Everyone's all excited, and this little kid goes, what's the big deal? I can do that. What's the big deal? So afterwards they say, yeah, what's the big deal? Let's see you do it. So he's having the soup. He takes the first spoonful of soup, and he's working really hard, concentrating, ensuring that his head doesn't go down. You see his head is about to go down, but he just makes it. Everyone says, Psh, kolakavod. Now try doing that for every spoon full that you have for this, for this soup, from this soup. And try doing this every time you have soup. That's already not so pasha. That's how you, you should be amazed from. And that's the nakuda I want to add. That it's the little acts that we do every day that count and from a certain perspective, even more than the bigger ones. Why? Two reasons. One, brought down by Rav Eliyahu Desla Shlita. Because when you do something small, you don't have the extra excitement. And you see that it's totally for the sake of doing the right thing, which is the best way that, that shows us, reveals who you really are. And I want to add reason number two. It's the little mice that happen. The, these little mice happen every day. So... Every day to be consistent and to do the right thing and to be makpid, to help your fellow Jew, whatever it is, in chesed and, and learning every day, even, even two mishnayas, but just learning every day. We know the koyach of consistency, but in our case, we're talking about the idea that it really proves who you really are. Yeratzon HaGadosh Buhu will give us a koyach to ensure not only to do the big things, but even the small things to do, to do them in a way that's on Hashem, to be consistent and through that, we will show ourselves in the Kaddish Bokhu how much we realize what life is all about. Have a good Shabbos. This was the Prisman of Torah with Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. Subscribe to our podcast, share with your friends and neighbors. You can listen directly from our homepage prismanoftorah.com Our website is currently being upgraded. Thank you for your Noveffa for your recording equipment. Technical support for this podcast is done for free by any podcast production. Lunish Masyakov Alexander, Ben Ramodachai Doif.